Hello everyone, this is Jay Dobbins on the Marvel DC Multiverse, and um, and we're now at episode uh, 442, and I'll be doing a review on the Marvels. So, spoiler alert, if you have not seen the Marvels, I strongly suggest you, you do not listen to this episode. You've been warned. So, um, obviously the movie takes place after Endgame, and of course after... The first Captain Marvel film. So anyway, um, so Carol Danvers, aka Captain Marvel, defies the influence of the Supreme Intelligence and destroys it. Which leads to a Kree Civil War and the desolation of their home world, Hala. So, um, the conflict uh, renders the planet barren as it loses its air, water, and sunlight. Darbin, the new leader of the Kree, receives one of the quantum bands, which I'm sorry, of which Kamala Khan has the other half. So Darbin harnesses the power of the band to tear open a jump point in space. Uh, the resulting anomaly is discovered by Sword. Meanwhile, Nick Fury, now residing at the Sabre space uh, station, um, host uh, sorry host peace talk between the Kree and the Skrulls. Monica Rambo investigates the jump point anomaly near Sabre, um, while Danvers investigates the source, where Darbin finds the quantum band. When when Monica Rambo touches the anomaly, she, Danvers, and Kamala switch places through teleportation. The switching causes the three to fight each other's Kree enemies, leaving the leaving the Khan family home destroyed in their wake. After the three women return to their original places, Fury and Rambo visit Kamala on Earth. As Kamala eagerly demonstrates her powers, she switches with sorry, she switches places with Danvers. When Danvers flies away, she switches places with Kamala in midair. The group surmises that um, their light based powers are linked through quantum entanglement. And that they switch it, sorry, they switch places when any of the three use their power simultaneously. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, the Marvels also takes place after the events or during the events of the Mrs. Marvel, by the way. So, anyway, so the three. Um, join up at the uh, at a Cree refugee colony on the planet Tarnax, where talks of resettlement have dissolved. Darbin rips open another jump point, which siphons the atmosphere of Tarnax into Hala and restores its air. After a hasty effort to evacuate. The colony, Danvers, Rambo, and Kamala form a team, uh, informal, informally referred to by Kamala as the Marvels. 
Danvers informs uh, the others of the legend that the quantum bands have been used to create the Jump Point Transportation Network. Um, the three became, you know, the three became entangled due to their mutual contact with its energy when Darben disrupted it. Darben's repeat, uh, repeated, uh, rupturing of jump points is causing, uh, instability to the network and endangering the entire universe. So Darben reaches... Darbin reaches um, the water planet, uh, Alabna, sorry, Alabda, Alabda, sorry, Alabda, um, where she tears open a jump point to draw the ocean water into Hala. Uh, let's see, her final plan is to usurp Earth's sun to restore that of Hollis. So the Marvels fight and subdue Darben, but she steals Kamala's band and uses both uh, bangles to tear open another hole in space. The act destroys Darben and leaves behind a rupture into the multiverse. Um, after Kamala reclaims the bands, she and Danvers Use their combined powers to energize Rambo, allowing her to close um, the hole from the other side, stranding her in the process. So Danvers um, flies to Hala's son and uses her power to restore it. So um, the short-lived team-up inspires Kamala to seek out other heroes and form a new group, starting with Kate Bishop. Uh, in the mid credit scene, Rambo awakens in a parallel universe where she is greeted by an alternate version of her mother, Maria, and the mutant scientist Henry McCoy, or Hank McCoy. Henry Hank McCoy, a.k.a. Beast. So, just so you know, um... Beast was in CGI at this time, and he's voiced by Kelsey Grammer, who played Beast in X-Men um, 3, The Last Stand, and of course, um, a small cameo in X-Men Days of Future Past. So, uh... The thing is, like, you know, I'm going to give it a, it was okay, but I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. But, um, it's not a movie I probably would watch a second time, to be honest with you. Unless it's on Disney+. Plus. But, um, obviously, we didn't know that the movie, you know, tied to, you know, tied into the multiverse until the post credit scene. So... Now, you know, obviously it introduced the X-Men, pretty much, this movie. But, um, special effects were interesting, you know, costume design was okay. I liked, um, Captain Marvel's original costume from the movie, from the first movie, better than the, her new, con you know, her new get-up. 
And but I I did like um however I did like Monica Rambo's and you know new outfit you know but I didn't like Miss Marvel's new outfit so the costume design was okay but you know I just like the previous cost I just like the previous um, outfits from Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel better yeah that's just my opinion but anyway um special effects was okay it was interesting. The action sequence was fair, you know. I mean, I probably will add, I would say, that first fight scene, you know, to my to the epic fights, probably. And then maybe the last, the final fight, I might add to the epic fights series as well. So, um, writing could have been a lot better. Uh, I like how they were able to get the Khan family in there, you know. From small screen to big screen, so um, you know all the cats. You know, it turns out that um, Goose, had, you know, laid some eggs, creating multiple cats, and they had to you know devour the entire crew of Saber just so they could fit them in the pods because obviously they couldn't evacuate everyone so they'd use the cats to you had to devour the cats in order to evacuate everybody but then you know another thing too um darbin she could have survived you know she had just she had just heeded the warning because she was told that you know you, you know that power can you know kill her. If she if she was able, she just got both. If she had got both the uh, both the bangles, you know. Guess what? You know she didn't listen, and look what happened. Now she's dead. So they could have had her survive, you know, and just listen, and found a new way to restore her planet, you know. So instead of using, you know, instead of using the Darban, the bands to, you know, transport the sun or whatever, you know, she could have used Captain Marvel could have, you know, she could have used Captain Marvel or she, Captain Marvel could have helped her, you know, restore the power. But turns out that, um, I didn't think that, you know, Planet Ho the Hala, Planet Hala was caused by, um, Danvers. So, because she, you know, she destroyed, you know, she did destroy the supreme intelligence. But if she hadn't done that, then it wouldn't have called, it wouldn't have created a war, and it wouldn't have uh, destroyed, or it wouldn't have led to the desolation of Hala. So, yeah, now we realize that okay, obviously, this, destroying the supreme intelligence was a big mistake a big whoops pretty much and obviously there was consequences so one thing i learned about this film is that actions actions do have consequences you know she was so eager to destroy the supreme intelligence and look what happened so um and what made me angry about the film is that you know not every not all the scrolls got out of, got off the planet tarnax alive See, Kamala was trying to save everyone, and Captain Marvel was saying, telling her that we we save we only we can only save who we can. So obviously, not everybody made it out 
of that planet alive, and that's what made me pretty angry. They, you know, they could have saved her. They could have wrote it to where, okay, they could have saved all the scrolls, you know, and not leave any behind. So that made me mad. But if they, if, you know, those flaws were Darbin, you know, choked, you know, didn't heed the warning of what will happen if she uses both the bangles, you know, they could have had it to where she survived and she just listened. You know, she was misguided, obviously, you know, and she just chose wrong the wrong way to, you know, save her planet. If they had worked together, boom, you know, they could have wrote it that way. And they could have wrote it to where they saved all the scrolls from planet Tarnax. And they could have had it to where, okay, destroying the Supreme Intelligence wouldn't lead, wouldn't, you know, you know, it wouldn't, you know, lead to serious consequences. So, um, it would have been nice if they had introduced Abigail Brand's character. She's a uh, head of sword, pretty much, um, in the comics. But hopefully, they introduce her character at some point. Um, I like how to, but yeah, I, I like how they introduced uh, Beast. You know, the first character of the X-Men. So far. For the X-Men movie. Uh, we don't know who's going to play Charles Xavier in the MCU. But we also, but we obviously we know who's playing Hank McCoy. In, A.K.A. Beast. Which is Kelsey Grammer. So, very happy about that. He propris, you know, he's reprising his role as Beast. But the CGI version. So, but anyway. Um... Yeah, obviously this ties into the multiverse, so we'll be talking about that in the next episode. Of you know, as far as movies, yeah, MCU movies that tie to into the multiverse. You're not gonna like how many that do, but you're not gonna like the amount. So you're gonna be like, what the heck, you know? But uh, we'll get to that later on next week. But anyway, um, special effects was good, and of course you have another planet where. People talk by singing, which I thought that was very annoying. So I also wanted to uh, point that out. Um, damn, what was that planet called? Not Tarnax, but um, Planet Alab Aladna. Yeah, Aladna. That's what it is. That's the place where people, the citizens, were talking by singing, which is very annoying. So that's the only part about that movie they annoyed that annoyed me. If they hadn't put that part in there, then probably would have been a lot better. Along despite the other flaws that I had a problem with. Yeah, despite the other parts that I had a problem with though. But anyway, um yeah, the oh, before I forget, the movie has made so far one hundred and sixty-one point three million dollars with a production budget of two hundred and seventy-four point eight million, and the net budget—that was the gross budget—but the net budget was. Uh, Two hundred and nineteen point eight million dollars. So, all the money that they spend on this film, and so far, 
they made $161.3 million, which is an embarrassment because that's pretty much, that's pretty much, that's, I would say far, you know, less far less than what the Flash made. So that's pretty embarrassing, and it's a huge, that's a, one of the huge, one of the biggest flops for Marvel Studios right now. So, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do about that, but, um, we will see. I mean, give it, give it enough time. I mean, but I, I don't think it's going to break even. And a lot of people don't want to see the movie because obviously they're not a fan of Brie Larson. But, um, and I guess maybe, maybe some people, maybe the fans feel like this movie is a little political. You know, the girl power thing, which I have no problem with, but not everybody supports that idea. So, um, I guess that's another reason why it's a flop. And I guess nobody like watching the Captain Marvel. Sorry, not Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel show on Disney Plus. So, yeah, I guess nobody was feeling the movie. But one thing I don't understand is how come the first movie, Captain Marvel, made it one a uh, billion dollars, but yet this movie is flopping. So it's obviously this movie's made far less than its predecessor, which made a billion dollars, which I really don't understand, but. Um, yeah, this is one, you know, but then again, you know, just like the Black Panther movie, you know, the movie made, uh, 891 points, I'd say 191, sorry, $891 million worldwide, but the first movie made $1.35 billion, so, same thing, except the only difference is the Black Panther movie they got their returns back, and the movie break even. You know, the movie broke even, which led them to get their returns. However, this movie ain't gonna. However, this Captain Mar- the Marvels, it's not gonna get. It's not gonna get a return, obviously. And I don't think they're gonna get six hundred million dollars because I think they need at least six hundred million dollars to make break even. But I don't think they're gonna make that much money worldwide. Because, you know, the way this is going right now, this movie is, whew, bombing bad. Even YouTubers are bashing the film. So, uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying they could have done better, but, you know, what can you do? So, too late for that now, but, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, that concludes this, uh, review. Feel free to follow us on Instagram. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music App, Spotify, and, of course, YouTube.